Welcome to the Walk Boldly with Jesus podcast. I am your host, Katherine Duggan. I created this podcast to inspire you to walk boldly in your Christian faith. Each weekday, I will talk about scripture and how these verses can relate to your everyday life. Spending time each day with the Word of God is a great way to fortify your faith. I'm so glad to have you along on this journey. Let's get started. The title of today's episode is The Sovereign Lord Comes with Power. The scripture verse is Isaiah chapter 40, verse 10. See, the Sovereign Lord comes with power, and He rules with a mighty arm. See, His reward is with Him, and His recompense accompanies Him. In the previous episode, I talked about the verse right before this one. That episode was all about how we don't have to be afraid to speak God's word and spread God's love because God will protect us. This is the very next verse. Isaiah 10.10 says that the Lord comes with power and he rules with a mighty arm. I think this is something that we both like about God and maybe don't like. I think we can all agree that we like the part that says God comes with power. I bet we have all seen God's power in one way or another in our lives. If we haven't, then we're not looking, because I guarantee that God is showing up with power in our lives. The part we may not like is the part that says he rules with a mighty arm. If you have read the Old Testament, you probably have many examples of this. One example can be found in Numbers 21 verses 2-9. to The Israelites made a vow with the Lord that if he handed the Canaanites over to them, they would destroy the city. The Lord did as they asked. Then the Israelites got tired of being in the wilderness and started complaining, and they spoke against God and Moses. Then in Numbers 21 verses 7 to 9, it says, Then the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit people, so that many people of Israel died. So the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned because we have spoken against the Lord and against you. Intercede with the Lord that he will remove these serpents from us. And Moses interceded for the people. Then the Lord said to Moses, Make a fiery serpent and put it on the flagpole, and it shall come about that everyone who is bitten and looks at it will live. So Moses made a bronze serpent and put it on the flagpole, and it came about that if the serpent bit someone and they looked at the bronze serpent, he lived. God did everything for his people. And sometimes that meant he needed to rule with a mighty arm. Another example of God's ruling with a mighty arm is when the scouts went out to check out the promised land. This can be found in Numbers 13 and 14. God's spirit dwelled with the Israelites the whole time they were in the desert. He performed so many miracles for them, and he kept forgiving them every time they messed up, which was often. Reading the Old Testament Sometimes it seems like God's people couldn't go a day without disobeying God. Although, we probably aren't that much different. In Numbers 13, God asked Moses to send some men out to spy on the promised land. This was the land the Lord had promised them. Yet when the men went out to scout the land, they saw the inhabitants of the land and they were afraid. They decided that even though the Lord had promised them this land, they couldn't possibly take it because the people were too big and the city had a giant wall around it. They didn't think, even with God on their side, that they could defeat them. 
their God, the same God that parted the Red Sea, provide them manna every single day, and made it rain quail so that they would have enough meat for an entire month. After the scouts reported what they had seen, the Israelites started complaining to Moses and Aaron, and they talked about choosing a leader and going back to Egypt, back to where they were slaves. They even talked about stoning Moses and Aaron. God was so upset and wanted to destroy them. Again, Moses interceded, and God decided, instead of destroying them, that no one over the age of 20 at that time would enter into the Promised Land. He had the Israelites wander the desert 40 more years until all those over 20 had died before they could go into the promised land. God is just and he tells us the way he expects us to live. Then he lovingly gives us the choice if we want to follow his laws or not. If we choose not to follow his laws, then he will enforce the consequences. He is our loving father. He doesn't want to give us consequences any more than we want to give our children consequences when they mess up. However, that is how children learn. They do something, see what happens, and then decide if they want to do it again, based on the outcome. If God just let us get away with everything, and no matter what happened, we all went to heaven, then that wouldn't really be giving us free will. We wouldn't be choosing what we want. He would be choosing it for us. What makes the next part of the verse so great? is that it complements the first part, but leaves us in a better place. The next line is, See, his reward is with him, and his recompense accompanies him. Jesus has his reward and his recompense with him. So even though God rules with a mighty arm and has to come down on us when we're not living by his law, there's also the flip side to that. God rewards us when we are living by his law. 1 Corinthians 2.9 says, But as it is written, What no eye has seen, nor ear heard, nor the human heart conceived, what God has prepared for those who love him. The verse also says, God's recompense accompanies him. In case you are like me and you're not sure exactly what recompense means, let me explain. Recompense means to make amends to someone for loss or harm suffered, in other words, to compensate. I love the thought of this. I love the thought of God making amends for all that we have lost or harm that we suffered. Not making amends as if he owes us anything, but more rewarding us for all that we've suffered in this world, for his sake. A verse that confirms that we will be rewarded if we suffer with Jesus is Romans eight seventeen, And if children, heirs also heirs of God, and fellow heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him so that we may be glorified with him. We suffer with him so that we may be glorified with him. I don't know about you, but that is something I'm looking forward to. I can't wait to be glorified with Jesus. I know that means I'll have to suffer here on earth, but wouldn't you rather suffer here on earth for however long you're here than spend your eternal life suffering? Trust in the Lord. He comes with power, and he will reward you for suffering. Dear Heavenly Father, I ask that you bless all those listening to this episode today. Lord, we thank you for being a just God. We thank you for giving us such clear directions on how you want us to live and what you want us to do. Lord, help us follow those directions. Help us to live the life you want for us. Help us to see when we are about to make a mistake 
and give us the strength to stop it. Lord, you are truly amazing, and we thank you for all that you do for us. We love you, Lord, and we ask all of this in accordance with your will and in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey to walk boldly with Jesus. I will be sending out another email on Sunday with next week's character trait for our 10 Weeks to Be Like Jesus Challenge. If you want to get an email and you haven't signed up yet, no worries. There's a link in the show notes. Or you can just go to findingtruenorthcoaching.com. At the top of the website page, there will be three lines or there will be words. Either way, you'll click on that and you'll go down to the section that says Be More Like Jesus and it'll give you a place to input your email address. findingtruenorthcoaching.com Also, if you just want to send me an email, the address is katherine at findingtruenorthcoaching.com. You don't have to commit to anything when you sign up. It's just giving me your email address so I can send you the information. I will only be sending out one email a week for the next 10 weeks. I look forward to spending time with you again on Monday. Have a blessed weekend. 